0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollar per order, additional term supply. It's Denver's home for today's Comedy Comedy One O three one. It's Big Mike. Man, I, I'm very excited right now to get this man on the line. He is a comedy legend who is gonna be here at Comedy Works South of the Landmark this weekend. Done it all from movies to TV to hosting his Emmy Award winning the Arsenio Hall show, which if that didn't give away, I'll tell you right now. We have Arsenio <laughs> Hall. What's up, man?
1: What's up, Big Mike? How you doing, dog? I'm I'm sitting here at the barbershop calling you on the phone trying to get my hair right so Mike Vick will be happy.
0: Well, I'm happy to know that your hair is going to be looking really good this weekend when you're at Comedy Works South.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: What's been I going on with you, been,
1: man? Working hard, man, doing a lot of fun stuff. I mean, I, I, hope, I hope you watched uh, Sandy on Netflix. I man. I know you're into comedy and every comic on the planet who was alive was on that set. <laughs> man, have, have you have to check
0: it out. Sandler got everybody that. for that.
1: Yeah, man, Sandler's like Sarah Lee. Nobody doesn't like Adam Sandler.
0: And yeah, yeah. Get
1: you to do his film. You know, that, that was a lot of fun. And And we got Paramount uh, working on a sequel to Coming to America. So we're going to try to get a good script on that. And if we got a good script,
0: rock and roll. I was going to say, that's one of those films like over the last, you know, five, ten years, every once in a while, somebody says, oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Now hearing from your mouth that it might be coming, I'm very excited.
1: Yeah, you know what happens? We live in this um, world of, I talked about the barbershop, which is the old school social media. But we live in a world now, I even saw a one sheet on the internet where it was me, Kevin Hart, and Eddie Murphy. And it's a thin line between a meme and fake news. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah. <laughs> so for, for years, people have said, oh, there's going to be a sequel. What the deal is, is, Eddie, he loves that movie. That's like his baby. Yeah. And he's always said, I don't want to do it if Hollywood's going to do the sequel bastardization yeah. of Coming to America. You know how they, they just do the same jokes again, a little different, and you do it just for the money. Yep. He really wants a good quality script, and uh, he has this deal with them to have the script written, but if it's not great, we don't have to do it. So that's a good deal, and I guess if you're Eddie Murphy, you can get it.
0: That's something you just don't see a lot of days. Usually when you have someone successful, they'll put out like nine, six sequels right away, no matter what. So that's cool that he's you, know, you know, he's got... So much love for the project. He won't let it go that way.
1: Yeah, and while we talking about Murphys, man, Rest in Grace, my friend Charlie Murphy. Yeah, we we lost a very funny dude, you yeah. know. And I try to try to keep his name alive when I can because um, he was not only a good comic, but he was a good dad too, man. People don't realize he lost his wife shortly before he passed, and he was taking care of kids and on the road with Lopez and D.L. Hughley yeah. and them.
0: Rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Oh man, Charlie! Every time he stopped by Denver, he would always stop by the station. I mean, that's a man who never had a smile off his face, and I mean, definitely, he's definitely uh, you know somebody who's going to be missed in the scene, and uh, we definitely miss him over here at comedy.
1: Hey, Big Mike. Do you do stand up, or are you just a lover of the art form?
0: I'm just a lover of the art form. I, I've had se- I've had several comedians say, "Oh, you got to try it," and I'm like, it's like one of those things where in my head, I maybe I think I could do it, but I imagine once you get on that stage, it, it, it's a totally different animal.
1: Oh, it's, it's 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 rough. I think it's the hardest thing ever. But I always tell people, radio, TV. I even tell people in sales. You know. It's something you should do once. Okay. Everybody has that fear of public speaking, and it's just something you should do once, because I think it teaches you a lot about yourself. Yeah. But it ain't no joke, man. It's hard. As a matter of fact, coming back to do it is hard. I stayed away for 20 years, you know, and when you come back, you have a fear of it. And um, it ain't no joke. You get on there, and you do five minutes, and you do 10 minutes, and, and you let it keep growing, and I've fallen in love with it again, man. I'm so glad that God let me have mine back, because I've gotten lazy and I wasn't on the stage a lot, and uh, you 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 can't you can't play with stand up. You got it. It's like a good woman. You got to yeah. treat it right and treat you right. What? But you can't it, play with it. I'm trying to get Eddie to do it again, man. I I beg him to go out to the clubs with me some nights, and one day I'll get him out because I think people would love to see. Eddie Murphy as an adult now do stand up. I mean, this is a guy. He has 160 kids just talking about want He wants Eddie Murphy.
0: You know? Yeah. You know, I, I work. I work here at comedy, and I work at our at our uh, hip hop station. So every year we do a summer jam. I can go on stage in front of 18,000 people just fine. When we do like some of our comedy events, and I go in front of you know like two or three hundred people, and they're right in front of you, I'm like, oh, and I start sweating a little bit. So it's totally different. And
1: it's a huge difference because like I'll I'll um I'll do a. A big venue here and there, but I kind of enjoy that intimacy. It's kind of yeah. cool to be two feet away from the front row, and um, you know, I'm, I'm going to head to New York and do that big comedy and music gig. You know, kind of kind of fits your your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock are doing this <sighs> big blowout in New York, and it's going to be everybody. I'm doing it. Childish Gambino is going to be singing Redbone, and and yes. you know that kid. Childish Gambino, his last name is Glover. He's a stand-up and a music artist, so he has a, a, a double platinum hit right now and a comedy special out there in the heat.
0: And his first number one record ever. is a big time for, for Mr. Gambino.
1: Yes, sir. So we, going to, we all gather in New York. I'm going to do the Sunday night. A lot of people are doing both nights. And by the way, you know that song, Redbone? They don't say the word Redbone in that song, so you've got to have Shazam to find that song, right? <laughs> That's that's one of those. That's one of those very few songs. Like I came up when they had a song called "The Message." Remember "The Message"? Uh-huh. It's like a jungle. Sometimes it makes me wonder how I keep from going on. That song they never said the message
0: in it. Everybody's googling. What's that song? Stay woke. What, what's that stay woke song? Exactly.
1: Exactly. what We talking about. It's a song called "Ninja Creeping." Is that what it is? <laughs>
0: We got Arsenio Hall on the line. He is at ComedyWorks South this weekend. Get those tickets at ComedyWorks.com. It, it, it's kind of cool I'm talking to you right now because over the past month, um, I, I've had Gilbert Gottfried in here. I've had Sinbad, Lisa Lampanelli. And these are all people who've been fired by the current president of the United States. You're actually one of the few people that won the Celebrity yeah. Apprentice. You went the whole way and you, you, you got hired. You won it all, man. You know what? Did When you were doing that show, did it ever cross your mind, oh, this is the future president of the United States? Wow. First of all, I think I was
1: on – The one I won, I was on with Lisa Lampanelli, as a matter of fact. And um, it was kind of cool to be the first black celebrity apprentice winner. uh, You know, I'm the Jackie Robinson of the Trump world, you know? (laughs) And it's kind of weird because back then, he would talk about running for president. And we thought, you know, he's probably saying that because NBC wants him to get publicity for the show. Because whenever he would say that, people would clamor around and listen, you know? And it's so bizarre that... This guy who anointed me Celebrity Apprentice is now the president, and you know I know Hillary Clinton. You remember back in the day when I interviewed Bill Clinton, I met Hillary. The I saxophone. Known her over the years, and and you know what? I'm I'm a Republican. I'm not a partisan kind of guy. You yeah, know, I, yeah. When I realized that we had to vote for either Hillary or Donald Trump, that's like asking me who my favorite Menendez brother is. <laughs> you know, that's a hard choice. That's like God playing with us. Yeah. But but you know it, it was it was it was fun doing it, and uh, it came to my, the one I was on, it came down to me and Clay Aiken, <laughs> which was a which was a very very tough competition because I, I I prayed on that one because I was like maybe God don't want two black people to be Clay Aiken in one lifetime, you know? <laughs> yeah. Ruben Ruben might have got my blessing, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> but it didn't work out that way and things went good. And I'm just watching the news. Somebody jumped over the White House fence oh. and ran all the way to the door. Man, they got to they gotta work on that. And you know what's
0: funny? This is the president that wants to build a wall, man. <laughs> you <know? laughs> he might need to start but with his wall. Keep people out of his yard? How he gonna keep people out of America? He needs to start you know? work on his his wall around his house first, and then we can he start looking build bigger. A
1: wall right there, right there, Pennsylvania Avenue. Build your first wall. We'll watch you, dog, because if white women jumping over your wall, you can't keep El Chapo out of America.
0: Man, well, hey, I want to thank you so much for making time to uh, call in the Comedy 1031. I know the my high city is excited to get you here this weekend at Comedy Works South. It's a beautiful weekend this weekend. If you do not have tickets yet, fix that right now. Go to ComedyWorks.com and Arsenio, anytime you're in Denver, you got an open invitation to stop by, bro.
1: I, mean, I appreciate you allowing me to talk to your audience, and, 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 and I absolutely will come by and have a key but
0: you with you one day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.